there's a lot going on today. So always good to remind the audience. And uh, Mo, very excited to have you, host. Thank week. you. It's a pleasure. Your session is particularly interesting. Uh, Go-to-market teams heavily overcomplicate metrics. You really only need one. Take it away. Awesome. Um, so really looking forward to the discussion and the questions. So it's a pretty short deck, actually. Um, but I, I'm also lying. There's actually two metrics, but it's fine. I think it's the spirit of one metric. Um, so just a little bit about myself. I work at Hootsuite. Uh, I'm the VP of self-serve. Been at Hootsuite for about uh, 11 years. And uh, I, I was asked to have some interesting facts. My, my best friend held me out. So speak French and Arabic. My favorite show isn't actually Emily in Paris. He wrote this, but it is a show I'm watching right now. And I do appreciate a good pair of corduroy pants. So all accurate facts. Um, so I'm just going to get straight to it. So the metric, in my opinion, that every go-to-market team needs to be looking at is LTV to CAC or LTV to CAC, however you want to pronounce it. Why is that? The goal, if you go back a sec and just think about what is the goal of a go-to-market function or go-to-market leader, it's to create a high-performance revenue engine. And so that's why the one metric you need to think about nonstop is LTV to CAC. Why LTV to CAC? In short, if you have a good LTV to CAC or LTV to CAC, what it means is you've created an engine where you can... So let's say your LTV to CAC is three. And I'll explain that in a second. You've created an engine essentially where you put in a dollar and you get back $3. That's incredible. That's essentially financial alchemy. Like that means you have a high performance engine. Your company is operating really, really well. These are kind of benchmarks you have on the right. Under one is essentially unacceptable. That's not a real business in my opinion. You can be there in the short term when you're figuring things out. Long term, you can't be below 1x LTV CAC because what it means is every customer you're bringing in is only going to pay itself off after a few years. That's not a real sustainable business. Typically, you see a lot of businesses between 1.1 to 3. And then 3 plus is kind of best in class. As with all benchmarks, this is very contextual. There's the, the life cycle of the business. Are you kind of in early venture mode? Are you in scale mode? Are you kind of in a more mature company? So there's a bunch of factors that play into this. But as a general rule of thumb, that's a great return. Something I often talk to people about is like the S&P 500. Like if you can't beat the S&P 500 with the returns your company's generating, that's something you need to really look into. Here's where I kind of lied. So it's not one metric, it's two metrics. I'm a big fan of pairing metrics. This is something that a lot of people, including um, Keith Rebois, who's ex-PayPal and a venture capitalist, he talks about a lot. I love the concept of pairing metrics because if you don't pair metrics, sometimes you can get adverse outcomes or perverse incentives. In math, this is called a constraint maximization problem is essentially what we're solving uh, for the math geeks in the audience. But basically, you want to pair your LTBCC with the rule of 40. And I'll explain what the rule of 40 is for a second, but I'll, I'll tell you why it's so important to pair your metrics. You can really decrease the scale of your go-to-market significantly to improve your LTV CAC. So you can say, okay, I'm acquiring a thousand customers, not very profitably today. What if I just acquired one customer next year, but an LTV CAC? Again, you don't really have 
a business there. It needs to be done at a certain scale and a certain growth. A lot, a lot of the people I assume in the audience are going to be venture backed. They're companies that are trying to scale and they're companies that are trying to grow. So that's where the rule of 40 comes in. This is kind of a classic venture capital metric that a lot of companies are judged on. A lot of SaaS companies are judged on. Rule of 40 is super dumb, super simple. It's basically your growth rate plus your profitability. And the idea there is you can trade those off at different stages of your company. So uh, I'll give you a few examples of what rule of 40 looks like, because then it makes more sense. Let's say you're growing at 100% a year, but your profitability is negative 60. You would still be rule of 40 because it's 100 minus 60. So you're investing a ton in your business to grow in order to get scale. And so in the short term, that's okay. You are burning a lot of cash. That's totally fine because the lifetime value is only, you know, you only get the lifetime value of a customer over three, four, five years. So when you bring in a new customer, you're effectively losing money. You're going to be profitable on that customer down the line. And so that's where the rule of 40 can come in. On the flip side, a more mature business may be growing at 10%, but they have a 30% profitability in their operations. They would also hit the rule of 40 because they're very profitable. They're growing less fast than the first example, but they're but they are profitable. Examples of companies that don't strike the rule of 40, if you're running at a deficit and growing at 0%, that's problematic, right? Because you're going to be at zero for rule of 40 or even in the in the red. So it's really it's just a kind of a very very simple kind of dumb way to kind of think about the concept of growth. And so that's what I mean by pairing metrics is LTVCAC is your efficiency metric and rule of 40 is effectively your scale metric because you can kind of cheat at the LTVCAC if you don't have the rule of 40 and then vice versa, you can cheat at the rule of 40 if you don't have LTVCAC. And, and a lot of companies make the mistake where they will grow really fast. They'll look good from a rule of 40 perspective but their LTVCAC will be under one. And so that's just not sustainable long-term. It looks good for one or two years, but then all the, you very quickly realize this isn't a sustainable business in the long run. So this is just a very simple framework of how to think about it over a time period. When I kind of said it was conceptual, a lot of companies will be either in the orange here or in the red. Your goal is to get to the top right quadrant. And strategically, there's two ways to do it. Again, I think it's really conceptual. It's really contextual. It depends on the problems you're trying to solve. You can either try to fix your efficiency before scaling. There are times and places where that's the best course of action or other places where first you just want to get into a place where you're scaling and you're growing quickly. So your rule of 40 is good. And then you can make your, your um, acquisition engine more effective so that your LTV CAC gets better. Um, there honestly isn't a hard and fast rule of which of those two quadrants you would want to go to first. But the ultimate goal is to always end up in the top right quadrant. Those are the healthiest companies. They have the best valuations. They have the best long-term prospects. And they're the most in control of their own destiny are the companies in the top right quadrant. So that's what you're always going for. 